Well, good morning. This is the 3rd of May and welcome to this Sunday morning and to this talk today. I wonder how lockdown's going for you. For us, it's certainly taken a bit of a turn over the last uh, week or so as we've had to be in quarantine as Jake, who lives with us, has got COVID and he's fine and we're fine, but he has tested positive. So obviously we've got to take a lot of uh, restrictions on board and we're doing that. Uh, and the other thing for me is that my my elderly mum um, has taken a turn for the worse just the last day or so. And so we're waiting on more news from her uh, or of her as uh, it looks like she, along with a number of others in the care home where she lives, um, does have coronavirus now. So uh, we'll let you know um, as we have more news on that. Today we're going to look at part three of our series on prayer. Um, Al and Gareth kicked off brilliantly the last couple of Sundays and today we're going to look at petition, asking God uh, for things on our own behalf and then next week Ruth will be with us and she'll talk about intercession, asking God for other people. And uh, let me encourage you to do look on the prayer course uh, on the screen now will come a reminder of how to connect with that online. It's a brilliant course. Pete Gregg, who is the speaker on it, really does have something when it comes to prayer and imparting something of life um, and of faith for prayer. So let me strongly encourage you to connect with that, uh, whether you're in a group or not. If you're in a group, fantastic. Obviously, you can share together, discuss, meet up online and so forth uh, week by week and do keep doing that. If you're not in a group, you can still watch the course, still benefit from it, even more so if you connect with a group. And so again, do it's not too late to do that. If you'd like to do so, then do get in touch with Al Stroud and he will help you uh, to find a group to be part of. So uh, today we're going to read from Matthew chapter 7 and, and just a few verses starting at verse 7. I'm reading from the, the NLT. Jesus is speaking. Keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on asking, seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, everyone who seeks finds, and to everyone who knocks the door will be opened. You parents, if your children ask for a loaf of bread, do you give them a stone instead? Or if they ask for a fish, do you give them a snake? Of course not. So, if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give good gifts to those who ask him. Jesus is teaching on prayer and he says how much more will your heavenly father give good gifts to those who ask. Three points this morning very simply the first is this your father is willing he's willing you know, he's willing to give good gifts he actually wants to help us that's what Jesus is communicating this as he teaches about the, his heavenly father's heart towards us as his children who pray. And he's teaching us, he's teaching his disciples. As I was prepping uh, 10 days or so ago, beginning to prep this talk before I'd seen Gareth's talk from last Sunday at all, I felt God particularly underlining to me the importance of, of us all remembering who it is that we come to when we pray. You know, if we're not sure whether God actually wants to listen to us, we're not likely to come to him very much. If we're not sure whether he wants to answer us, we're not likely to come to him very much. But what Jesus is teaching his disciples here and is teaching us here 
is that the kind of ideas that they may have had and that we might have about what God is like, he's totally challenging and turning their disciples' views upside down. Jesus consistently actually teaches something very different from what they would have expected about the nature of God the Father. When Jesus teaches them to pray, they say Jesus teaches to pray, what does he begin with? He begins with Abba, Father. That would have been shocking to the disciples, to his hearers at the time. That is not how you address God as far as they're concerned. Jesus is quite deliberately flying in the face of that and teaching them something very different about the nature of their Heavenly Father and his desire to relate to them and to us and to you and to me. Uh, that's what Jesus is saying. You can imagine the disciples saying, what did, what did he just say? C can I actually believe my ears what he's just said? Yes, you can. It really is what he just said. Jesus told probably his most famous story, we tend to refer to it as the prodigal son. And he was getting across the same message again there, essentially, which was God is not like you think he is. He's not like, he's not the harsh, remote God in the sky. He's actually a heavenly father who is, whose heart is to receive and to restore his children who've gone wayward. That's Jesus' consistent teaching on the nature of the Father. Now, we won't come to him if we think he's harsh, if we think he's unapproachable, if we think he is remote, those kind of things. If we think he's not really interested, if we think he won't answer anyway, it's so important. And that's why Jesus underlines time and again the nature of his Father and our Father, the one to whom we come. Do you know that he's father? Do you, do you have a confidence in your heart? He wants you to know, to have confidence in your heart of the one that you're coming to. And then we will want to come to him and talk to him and chat to him and bring him our requests, bring him our petitions. We're going to put on the screen now my favourite picture, I think. It's rather an old one of me as a young father. But, you know, the look on my face and on my daughter Mary's face as she as a little one looks up at her dad. Do you know, how could I have said no? How could I have failed to meet her needs? That says something about your heavenly father. He wants to meet your needs. That's his nature, that's his heart towards you. And Jesus says, if you, as sinful people, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more does your Heavenly Father want to give good gifts to you? Our Heavenly Father's heart is to give. He is willing. That's the first point. He is willing. Your Father is willing. And the second point is this. Your Father is waiting He's waiting for you to ask. Jesus says, how much more will your Father, your Heavenly Father, give good gifts to those who ask? James chapter 4 says this, you don't have what you want because you don't ask God for it. It's very simple, it's very clear, isn't it? Why do we need to ask? I can kind of hear you saying, it's, an, it's, a, it's a 
good question. It's an obvious question, isn't it? Well, why do we need to bother asking? Because surely God knows anyway. Well, yes, he does. Do you know, there's something in the fact that God wants to be our father. He wants relationship with us. He does not want to simply be a remote ruler somewhere out there. He wants to be your intimate father. He wants relationship with us. But did you notice that in the very first verse that we read, Jesus said, not just ask, but he said, keep on asking and you will receive. Keep on knocking, keep on seeking. That is the present continuous tense in the Greek text. That means it's an ongoing, continual asking that Jesus is teaching his disciples and teaching us to engage with. If you put verses 7 and 11 together, we say, how much more will your heavenly Father give good gifts to those who go on asking? That's what Jesus is teaching here. Elsewhere in Luke 18, he taught the story of the persistent widow. And verse 1 of that chapter tells us specifically that Jesus told the story to show his disciples that they should always pray and never give up. Again, keep on asking. It's really the story of a of a widow who pestered the judge, I think you could say. She pestered him until she got what she wanted. And that's what Jesus is saying, keep asking your father. Why? Well, again, it says something of relationship, of ongoing connection with our heavenly father. It says something, I think, of humility that we is required of us to be asking our father for things that we need. It says something of revealing our heart. Do we really mean what we're asking for? Are we that bothered or not? These are all questions that you could consider in your group discussions. Why is it that we need to ask God? Why do we have to do that anyway? You might like to further ponder that and discuss that together. We're going to watch a short video now, which, is, which demonstrates the heart of a father to support a son and to encourage him to keep on going. Let's watch the video. Derek Redmond, the best form he's shown since he broke the British record. The Cuban Hernandez has got uh, Redmond to aim at and so too in line number three is Steve Lewis, but Redmond's got off very fast indeed and so too is Ismail of Qatar. Down the back straight, he's the fractional leader. Butter of Nigeria has gone very quickly and Redmond has broken down. He's on the track, kneeling down, and Derek Redmond, on his injury problem, the jinx has struck again.
don't give up. That's the message from that, from that video, isn't it? Don't give up. Your Heavenly Father comes alongside you as the Father came alongside Derek Redmond in that race and said, look, okay, you want to finish? I'm going to help you. I'm going to put my arm around you. I'm going to support you. You can finish this race. He's willing. He's waiting for you to ask. And he says to us, he says to you, keep asking, keep going, don't give up. I wonder how we need to respond to this message today. It may be that, first of all, we need to repent and to say, God, I'm sorry for doubting your character, for doubting that you were a father who's willing and waiting to respond. Forgive me for doubting you, for thinking you are other than you are. You might take, want to take a moment now to reflect on that. Secondly, we may want to decide to keep asking. Maybe there's something particularly that you're conscious of, even now, having stopped asking for, that you realise that you were praying for something, but you've stopped. Maybe you were praying for a person, but you stopped. Let me encourage you today to keep on asking. Don't give up. Keep praying until you get an answer. We're going to have a time of ministry now. Let's, let me encourage you where you are to close your eyes, to sit before, to stand before God, whatever position you're in. And let's take a moment and let me pray for you. Why don't we hold our hands out before our Father and uh, let's ask him to come and to meet with us. Father, I pray that you'll pour out your Holy Spirit on every one of us right now. And I ask you, Father, to come by your Spirit and to put fresh revelation right in our hearts of who you are and what you're like. Loving Father, reveal yourself to our hearts. Holy Spirit, come and do that within us, I pray. As I was preparing, I felt God particularly highlighting to me is he wanted to heal some knees today. So if you've got a, an issue with a knee or, or even both, then why not put your hand on your knee and we'll pray in a moment. Or maybe you've got a, an issue with another part of the body you're wanting to ask God for healing for. Why not put your hand on your body now and let's pray. Jesus, we come to you, the healer. Father, we come to you, our healer. Thank you, you're the one the psalm tells us who heals all our diseases and all our sicknesses. We speak to the knees that are being touched now and say, be healed in Jesus' name. We ask you, Father, to pour out your grace and your spirit on every part of everybody that's being touched now and to bring healing grace that we can thank you and honor you and worship you for all that you all that you are and all that you've done and we can receive the blessing 
that you want to bring us today. We love you, Lord. Finally, Lord, I, I just want to pray for an outpouring of grace on us as a people, as a community of your people, whoever we are, wherever we are, that we will find a faith to pray, a grace to pray, a desire to pray, an ability to pray and to press in and to keep going, rising up within us by your spirit, that you will equip us, that you will lead us, that you will turn us into the house of prayer for the nations that you've called us to be, starting right where we are. We ask you, Father, come and change us over these weeks and months, that we be equipped as the people of prayer to see your kingdom come in much, much greater measure. To your glory and honour we pray. Amen. I hope you have a really good time in your groups as you meet this week, doing the prayer course, following all of this through, and that you have a, a good week together, whoever you're with, with God. And if you're on your own, that this be a good week as well for you with him and in communication with others in whatever way you're able to. God bless you all and uh, we look forward to being with you again. Bye-bye for now.